The show's about to start. Are you ready? to the show this is sports with strawberries i'm your host jeff trunnable and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of who day nation and the cincinnati Bengals. now do me a favor if you found the show hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 1108 subscribers that is awesome i appreciate every single one of you guys so if you're watching it on any of the facebook groups that are live streaming right now please do me a favor go to the youtube channel cincinnati sports with strawberry ice make sure you hit the subscribe button make the word change colors hit the bell for notification and every time i go live you guys will be notified now this show and every show is brought to you by t properties T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, today is the day we had Bengals minicamp. I'm very excited. First time we see the drafted players in Bengals uniforms. Yes, practice with shorts and T-shirt, but still, they're on Paul Brown Stadium practicing, and we got to hear from Jamar Chase and see him in his Bengals uniform for the first time. So I got a couple of little clips that I took from the press conference today. If you guys want to watch the full press conference interview, go to uh, Bengals.com, and it's right there. But the first clip I got is they is Jamar getting to know his teammates, his new teammates. Puka's cool already. Um, tight ends. I'm cool with the tight ends and the receivers right now. Um, I don't have everybody's name down packed. You know, there's too many names already, so I'm still learning everyone's name at the moment. Did anyone not know your name? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> okay. If they don't know, I don't mind. You know, it's, it's not a problem. I think that's kind of funny. He's walking around. Hey, how you doing? Jamar Chase, I'm, you know, first-round pick for the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, guys who work number one for the first time ever. I'm pretty sure everybody knew his name. But you never know. Maybe somebody didn't say, who's that guy? Like, And somebody smacks him and went, dude, that's Jamar Chase. Like, Come on. <laughs> but anyway, they had more questions. And this one I thought was funny because they asked him what he thought of Cincinnati because he'd never been here before. The first time he'd been to Ohio was in the draft when he went to that, that city up north. So he had no idea what Cincinnati was like. So this is this is, he was checking the city out, and this is what his comment was about Cincinnati. Have you had a chance to experience much of Cincinnati yet? And uh, what are your thoughts? Um. I rode the scooter yesterday around. Um, pretty much, that was pretty much it. Um, I like the little view they had so far. This is this is not what I thought Cincinnati was going to be. So I'm actually liking it so far. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll explore more this weekend and next weekend. Hold up, hold up. What did you think Cincinnati was going to be? <laughs> um, I actually thought Cincinnati was going to be a bunch of land. Like um, over here was just going to be a bunch of land. I didn't realize we had so many buildings, tall buildings, hills, like trains, like. So much is, is down here, you know, so I, I was actually surprised. And did anyone recognize you on the scooter? 
<laughs> Not yet. I'm in a disguise right now. All right, a couple of things there. <laughs> One, a crash well, He thought it would be a bunch of land. So basically, I think it thought it would be a stadium and just flat <laughs> and nothing around or something. Well, we got a city. We got downtown. We got hills. We got cool things to do. So I hope Jamar is enjoying Cincinnati and he's in disguise. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of wondering what's the sky look like and can we find him? What is your disguise? <laughs> Um, I can't tell you my disguise because then you might see who I am and you might know what the disguise looks like. Oh, all right. So, um, again, I don't know about you guys, but I think our, our goal this weekend is try to find a guy that looks like Jamar Chase riding around on a scooter here in Cincinnati. <laughs> and try to get him. If you do, tell him to come on my show. Tell him Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. I've been trying to get him on. But I think it's cool. He seems like a really fun guy that uh, really likes where he's at. Feels very blessed. Uh, to where he's at, the opportunity that he has. And I think it's going to be fun watching him play. Now, one more uh, excerpt here real quick. Now, you know, in college, the hash marks are different. So, there's kind of asking different things about, you know, the college, the difference between the college game and the national football game. So, he said they hash marks, and this is kind of what he was explaining about that. Yeah. Um, the difference in the hash marks in the college are, are, are pretty uh, totally different, actually. Um, the NFL hash marks are, are a lot tighter, so we would have more space in the slot now. Um, in college, we would be almost outside by the numbers, and that would you know make, make tighter space for the outside and the inside receivers. So there's much more space now. All righty. Um, anyway, he, he, he likes the uh... – the college, the uh, NFL hash marks a lot better because there's a lot more, a lot more space to, you know, get open. So, again, again, if you guys want to watch the full interview, please go to Bengals.com. You can watch the whole thing. I got some more pictures and stuff of what was going on today. But actually, the Bengals did sign some college free agents uh, today. And here's a list of them. They got Drew Christmas, who's the Ohio State punter who might be given uh, – Huber a run for his money, which again, I like competition. I think that's a good thing. Competition brings out the best of people. So you got him, you got a linebacker, Darius Hodge. He's from Wake Forest. You got a wide receiver, Riley Lease. He's from Northwestern. Cornerback, Antonio Phillips. He is from Ball State. Pro Wells, which I think that is got to be one of the cool names. Anyway, name I'm pro. Where are you pro at? I'm pro at everything. My name's Pro. Pro Wells, he is from Texas, and he is from St. Petersburg, Florida, which is where Mrs. Ice is from, so I'm sure she will be rooting for him. And they got Puka, halfback Puka Williams from Kansas, and I know a lot of Bengal fans are excited about him and the potential of him making this roster and what he could bring. I don't think it's going to be a slam dunk that he makes it because this is a pretty deep running back uh, room. But you never know. Uh, crazier things that have happened. So let's get to the comments here. I actually had a picture here in a minute. Uh, let's see here. Crown, is Jeremy going to be on today? No, Jeremy's not going to be on today. How did you know? <laughs> Jeremy is not feeling, or he's got a stuff going on, so he, he can't be on today. But the uh, live video chat is up at the top of the YouTube channel. So if you guys want to jump on and we could talk anything and all things Bengals, that would be great. I got some pictures here of the minicamp. Got some of the boys, some of the rookies. Had some fun. Look, they were enjoying themselves being, you know, first day of being actual professional football players. This is why I can't wait to see the cannon. He is going to be a weapon. He's going to be so much fun to watch. It's going to be awesome. And this one, Big Daddy Bayou. Look at that. Intensity. Dude, I'm scared already. <laughs> Look at him. Dude, he wearing 99, stuff in the middle. It's going to be fun. And then there's my boy, Jamar, making a catch. So, a lot of cool stuff today. And minicamp. I, we're finally we're getting closer to football. We didn't have minicamp last year. We're getting closer to normality. So I 
I'm very excited about the Bengals and what's going on. So, Doggy, what's up? What's going on, Doggy? Jamar is going to be explosive. Yes, yes, he is. He's going to be very explosive and very, very fun to watch play. Well, you got Crip. It's Friday. Jeremy Diamondback team is smoking out today. That is not what he's doing, Crip. <laughs> but, yeah, unfortunately, Jeremy cannot make the show today. But it happens. And I hope you guys have enjoyed the shows I've had this week with all the different guests and stuff. I know a lot of you have messaged me about trying to come on the show and video chat and talk. And I used to do this all the time, but I've had a lot of different uh, guests here lately in the last couple of weeks. So that's why I've got video chats going today. So guys, don't be scared. Just jump on the link. It's at the top of the YouTube channel and we can discuss the Bengals. We can discuss the draft. We can discuss mini camp. The schedule. I mean, there's people ripping me about the schedule. <laughs> I don't know. We talked a little bit about it yesterday with um, Lindsey Patterson, and this is my prediction. I got us going eleven and six, and I kind of I got a little time here now, so I kind of want to explain it. And if you look at this, we go game by game. All right, first week you got the Vikings. It's not going to be none of these. I, I'm not saying any of these are a slam dunk, but it's a home game. We've got the better quarterback now. I know he's be coming back from injury, and it'll be his first game back. But I just have a very good feeling that if that stadium is sold out, which from everything I'm reading, I think we got a very good chance of selling every game out this year, which we should. So, Bengal fans, if you haven't bought a ticket yet or season tickets yet, go do it. But I, I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be a slam dunk, but I think we have a very good shot of winning the very first game. Now, the Bears – I think that's it's in Chicago, so that's kind of an iffy one. But you're either going to have Andy Dalton or you're going to have rookie uh, Fields on there. So, I to me, on paper, talent-wise, offensively, we're better than there. Now, defensively, yeah, they're pretty good. But to me, I just think it's another chance for a win. I got the first loss to the Squealers, which I'm kind of – I don't know about that one because I had to pick some losses. <laughs> and it's a, it's a divisional game, and it's in Pittsburgh – so that's why I took that one. Jacksonville, I definitely think, is going to be a win. I think I think we're primetime. We're going to show up. And that's the thing last year, the primetime games we had, we played pretty good in the primetime game. So that would be a very interesting game. The number one, one pick from last year and the number one pick uh, from this year going at it. Green Bay. Now, I'll preface it this way because if the rumors are – you know, rumors are that Aaron Rodgers could get traded to Denver. So – I got I, the, the win and loss there could could switch depending on if Aaron Rodgers gets traded traded or not. If Aaron Rodgers isn't there, yeah, that's a win. If he if he is there, it's gonna be a difficult one. I got I got that one as a loss. The Detroit, I, I'm sorry, Detroit. They just don't have a very good team at all. I think we're gonna easily beat them. Rappers are four. I think we're gonna lose them. I, I got us losing both games. The Rappers, Jets, a win. Browns, I got splitting with them. The Raiders, I know people are like, you have us losing to the Raiders? I'm like, yeah, but I got us beating against the, winning against the Chiefs. And the reason I did that, if you look at the last half of the season, you got the Sucky Niners, the Broncos, Ratbirds, Chiefs, Browns. That, those are pretty tough teams, and I can't see us losing all of them. So I already got us winning 11 games. I was really thinking we were going to win 10 games, but then when I did the schedule and I started going game by game, I'm like, I really think we might win 11. So, anyway, that's my schedule. You guys can uh, you guys can tell me yours. So we'll see here. Todd, how what is it? How is our receiving not at all? How's our receivers not the best in the league? Well, you got to prove it on the on the field first. But on paper, yes, I think they are going to be the best in the league. And that's the part I have with the um, – why why I think the Bengals are going to be so good because I don't think people are going to be able to cover them. Because that's why I was kind of getting a conversation with one of the guys at work today. And he said, well, how are you going to, how are you going to beat the Browns? I said, well, I'm not saying it's easy, but the the, the solution is you spread them out. Because they got they got, they got got Miles Garrett and, 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 and everybody else on that defense. How are you going to do that? It's like – Easy, not easy. You spread them out, 
Three-step drop, bang, ball is gone. If he gets rid of the ball before they get there, which I think he has a very good chance of doing, we're going to beat the Browns because their secondary is okay. It's not great. The front four is amazing. I'll give them that. But their secondary, we beat them on that. So that's where I'm, I'm like, the Browns don't scare me. The Ravens do a little bit. I mean, they do scare me just because they're the most talented team. And the way to beat them, and it's it's the way the Ravens have lost in the playoffs, is you don't let them run. You make Lamar Jackson beat you by throwing the ball. And Lamar could throw it, but he's not as accurate. He's not a great thrower of the football. So that's how you that's how that's the formula to beating him. That's why he hasn't won a playoff game yet, you know, because he can't throw it. So I see Ken that you are in the chat and you have been blowing me up for about two weeks now about coming on the show. So live chats, the link is at the top of the YouTube channel. So if you want to get on there, Ken, jump on, man. So that that's where I and I, I have like I said, I say I have orange colored sunglasses, which I do. When I start defending what I put out there, I actually can defend somewhat good. And I don't, it's not completely crazy of what I'm saying of them going 11 6. I mean, it, it could happen. I mean, there's always one team that goes from worst to first every year. And, and for the AFC North, they had three teams in the playoffs last year. I think they're going to have three teams in the playoffs again this year, except the Squealers. I don't think they're going to make it. Um, because they just haven't done anything to really improve their team. Their offensive line is horrible. Ben Roethlisberger probably should have retired last year. They drafted a running back. Great. But we've had a great running back. And if you don't have holes for him to run, it's kind of hard to, to win. So. What, Ken? You're returning. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Guy can fly. So, anyway, Ken, again, you've been blowing me up on Twitter. If you want to come on, come on. <laughs> I literally have you asked when I was doing the video chats. I got them. So, come on, get on the show and let's talk. Uh, <clears throat> the, uh, Todd, the key is if Joe has time. Exactly. That is the key. And that's where, with the offensive line, it's 10 times better than it was last year. The, I'll put it this way. I, I was listening to, uh, uh, pro football focus or pro football talk, sorry. And I can't remember his name head on there, but he's talking about the Browns and like, oh, well, they got a hard schedule. Oh, except for when they play the Bengals. And I'm like, the national that, that, that national narrative that the Bengals are going to suck in is really irritating. Because I'm like, if we get Joe Burrow time, which I think we're going to, he's going to kill him with the weapons that we have. I mean, the the three wide receivers. If, if they sign another wide receiver, there'd be five really good ones. You got Thaddeus Moss coming up. You got Joe Mixon. It, it, the, the, we have nonstop offensive weapons that I don't think, for some reason, they're not taking into account that people can't cover them. Now, I know everybody keeps saying, well, what if Joe gets killed? Our offensive line is going to be a lot better than people think or get credit for. Uh, Carmen, Jackson Carmen, I think, is going to be a stud at the guard position. You got Riley Reef, who's a veteran, been there, been a, a great uh, right tackle. You got him, and then you put Spain, at the other guard, Jonah Williams, at left tackle, and you got Frank Pollock. Dude, I'm telling you, our offensive line is going to be a lot better than everybody thinks it is. Joe will have time. Mixon will have holes to run through. Hopefully, Armadillo actually puts a really good defense. A lot of video checks. Ken. What is going on, man? How are you today? Uh, I can't see you. I can't hear you. You got, you got to turn the camera on. You got to hit the Hang little on. button to turn your camera on. Oh, I guess he left. <laughs> he said he couldn't see me. So, anyway, um, hopefully can get that figured out. So, if you guys, any of you guys want to join, like I said, live video chat is, the link is up top of the YouTube channel. So, Join me there, and we can discuss the Bengals and whatever else you guys want to talk about. And I just I, I keep trying to put the narrative out there that uh, this is going to be a fun year. Uh, I said the, the the part I like I said back to my point before the part I'm worried about is 
not the talent on the defense. It's the coach and the scheme. And if he, if Armadillo can actually put it together to get the kind of pressure on the other quarterback that we need, we got the players. You know, the, the youngest they picked up, you, you got Osai, Sample, Big Daddy Bayou, Henderson, Hubbard. I mean, we're good. We got guys, I got enough guys with motors to get pressure on other teams' quarterbacks. And that's a huge thing. If you do that, the cornerbacks, cornerbacks don't have to cover as long. It makes them better. It makes everything better. And Joe, and we said this, and even the, the national media will even agree with this. He doesn't need a ton of time. He takes a three-step drop, and bam. If this offense runs like the LSU offense did, as, as efficient as it was when Joe played there. He said there were multiple times he knew he had them beat before the ball was even snapped. If Joe and the Bengals can get to that with this offense, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and tell everybody, tell everybody that we are right and they are wrong. All right, Anthony. Man, with Joe's mindset, after we beat the Squealers with Finley, he's going to win comeback player of the year and put us in the playoffs. Dude, I I, I couldn't couldn't agree more. I, I think he's got a great shot. I'll put it this way. This, to me, this is not even a bold prediction. I think he's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. I, I don't know how he wouldn't. I mean, because I think he's going to have an MVP-type year. That's the, the 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 chance that that he has. The, the opportunity is there for the Bengals to capitalize. And I said this yesterday with Lindsey Patterson. We've got three years where everybody signed. So uh, some people are like, oh, you know, we'll be better in 2022. No, 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 no. We need to do it now. Right now, 2021. This is the year to start making the jump because every year, some team goes from, in the NFL, some team goes from worst to first. So that's that's what happens. Ken says, Te- technical difficulty. Well, Kenny, you can, uh, I, I heard you. So you, if you want to do that, you can jump back on. Oh, here he is. Kenny is back. Let's see here. All right. You there, Ken? Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I, I can't see the uh, video. Well, we can hear you, so you can talk. We're good. Yes. So what is going on, my man? Let me see if I can try to get that. I got to seem like I got a double sound in here. Uh-oh. Uh, nothing much. You know, uh, I'm down here in Myrtle Beach, and uh, – you got earbuds? That might that might help you out. We got uh, gas shortages down here, long gas lines because of pipeline being down and uh, tourists stranded down here. Right, right, right. So, what's your feeling on on the, on the Bengals and the draft and all that stuff? Uh, let me see if I can think. I'm getting a re- repeat here, Jeff. Let me see what I can yeah, do. Try- Try to put some earbuds in or something. That, that usually helps you out. I went back and re-looked at it and stuff, and uh, my only concerns was, uh, you know, the, the injuries, the injury issues, you know. Uh. Right. I know you tweeted me out you're, you're concerned about uh, Jack Carmen and his, uh, his back issues. Yeah, his back, back issues. Not only that, the other ones, but uh, – Well, you know, my I quit, my question, the concerns was uh, the the concern is that with Jackson Carmen, how did he get this back injury? And back injuries tend to linger. Right. Yeah. It's it's a uh, I probably from playing football. <laughs> I don't know how he got it. It's it was a herniated disc. He played he played uh, finished the year with it, and he's gotten the surgery, and he said it's a non-issue now. So. And I know the Bengals stands overly cautious with stuff like this. So um, I'm pretty confident they did their due diligence. And uh, his, back, I, I said, his back should be fine. I'm no doctor. But as far as everything I've read and everything I've seen, I, I don't think it's going to be an, an issue. Moving forward. 
Well, he's going he's to be a great player, though. He This guy is a bulldozer, I'll tell you. Uh, 340 pounds. I, I get what the Bengals are doing. Uh, they're going to want to run the ball. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they run the ball and they get Joe Mixon actually some uh, some space to run it and he can make uh, cuts in the hopefully past the line of scrimmage, not before the line of scrimmage this year would be nice. All right, hey Kenny, uh, try try to try to get your delay fixed and uh, try to jump back jump back on here, man. Man, okay, uh, hey, but I, you know uh, I'll try to get this fixed up because uh, you know I would like to talk to you and the fans and stuff. It's a great time to be a Bengal fan. Yes, it is. Just, just try try to get some earbuds on. See if that helps you with the, with the uh, the feedback or whatever. And don't just jump back on. We'll we'll us be here for a while. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, if anybody else wants to jump on, like I said, the live video chats are up. And you guys can join me there. Crip, big boss man. You've been killing it with the interviews. How about Ken Brewer? Remember him and Dave Lapham on the radio back in the day? He would be a good interview. I have not tried to reach out to Ken Brewer, but yes, you're right. They, they, uh, those two were the Bengals, um, broadcast team. Actually, I really like Dan Horde and, and Dave Lapham. I, I, that's those two, I think are, by far my favorite out of the, the multiple <laughs> play-by-play guys that Lapham has had. So I think it's going to be uh, – it's fun. Just listen to Dave Lapham is, is awesome. It's a treat listening to him call a game to me. I Some people don't like all the, oh, and all, and all the stuff he does. I love it because I compare it to – like we're all – most of us watching here are Reds fans. And one of the coolest things about when Marty and Joe were together – was a Marty be, would be calling a home run shot. And you'd hear Joe in the background going, get out of here, get out of here, go on. And that, that was awesome. You know, I know sometimes Joe felt bad about it or whatever, but to me that made it even better. And hearing, and they had, we had the same thing with Dan Horde and, and Dave Lapham. Dan would be calling a play and, oh, he pancaked him or oh, the hit or whatever. It's, it's, to me, that's fun. I, and I really enjoy listening to Dave Lapham and Dan Horde, my favorites by far. Anthony. All right, they say we had the tough, fifth toughest schedule in the league. But honestly, wouldn't be surprised if we're undefeated going to the Green Bay game. Dude, I, yeah, I am with you on that. I, I think they have a very good shot of being undefeated going into the Green Bay game. And I kind of did. I Let's see. I have to look at my schedules. I actually have it like that. No, I have a loss to, to the Squealers, which, like I said, I picked that just because I was picking a lot of wins. <laughs> so I had somebody in a very good chance. It's a divisional game that we'd split. So, yeah, I do agree. That I think there's a great shot uh, of being undefeated going into that game. Now, Minnesota and Chicago are no joke. I mean, it ain't going to be easy to beat them. But you can definitely try and do that. So, anyway, let's try to get Ken up here again. He's back. What's going on, Ken? You get it all fixed now? I, 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 I can't see myself on there, but, I, you know, that's, that's fair enough. Hey, long, long as we can hear and we can have a conversation, we're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's hard to be a Bengal fan and cheer them on when they're losing, okay? Yeah, it's, it's but, a lot more uh, fun this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, but either way, we should always cheer them on. Always. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but, exactly. Uh, I went back and I reevaluated. Uh, I just felt that, uh, you know, that they should have got – a good return, man. Everybody thought I just wanted a wide receiver. Uh, no, uh, we needed to get a speedster, a speedster that could return punts and kicks. And uh, I just thought that uh, they should have drafted that person. And um, yeah, right, right now I think Darius Phillips will be the uh, punt returner. If they can get, if they can get DD Westbrook, that's your guy right there. But I think DD is considering. Bengals and Kansas City, and he's probably there's a good shot for to go to Kansas City because he can be there at least number two or number three wide receiver. He'll be like the fifth one here. So I hope well, we Jalen Darwin. He went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was the one I was hoping, but uh, they signed this uh, uh, undrafted agent, yes, un- undrafted player. I meant to say, yep. and mm-hmm. uh, he's out of Bethune Cookman. Yep, he ran a, what a four four three or something like that. The guy can haul boogie. Now, yep. I'm going to say that he's going to uh, he's going to make the team, 
And he's going to be in there returning some kicks because he is blazing fast. Yeah. And we need that. Yeah. The good thing with him is we don't, uh, we don't have to rely on him for anything else other than that. You know, I mean, that's what John Ross could have done, which I never understood why they never tried. Oh yeah. You're with me on that. I pointed this out. Uh, I I was very upset. You know, they drafted uh, John Ross for all this speed. Right. For, and they used a high draft pick on it. My point right. was, why did they even draft this guy? You guys made an issue, made a big issue about his speed, but the four years he was with the Bengals, never once did we get to see them make use of that great speed. Right. You know, you think well, they'd have I him think, returning kickoffs. Yeah, I think a lot, uh, a lot of that had to do with that. To, from everything I've heard, that wasn't a Marvin Lewis pick. Marvin Lewis didn't want to draft him. It was more of a Mike Brown uh, draft pick. So. Marvin buried him, <laughs> so that didn't didn't help a lot. And here with when Zach got here, he never well produced. he was injured. Like you know, he's coming he off the injury. injured a lot. But he did first times. I remember a game, and I brought this up before. I think it was in Buffalo, and Andy Dog scrambled around, and he tries to throw the ball to Ross, and Ross quit running. <laughs> he quit. He quit on the route, and I'm yelling at TV. I'm like, run! <laughs> and he, so that was. Another issue I think they had with Ross was his, you know, wow. his motor. You know, it, it just keep that quitting plays and and staying healthy, and it was just a lot of big issues with him, and, and, and it just was a, a, a terrible draft pick, to be honest. That was a terrible, but that proves the point. Just because somebody can run the forty yard dash at a four two nine or four three, that right. doesn't mean it equates to them being a great receiver in the NFL. Okay, uh, they and. Uh, uh, they've got to be able to uh, separate and get space and get into their cuts and their breaks. That's what makes a great receiver and to be able to catch right. the ball. Right. They, and, they uh, asked Jamar Chase uh, uh, today, you know, actually I think it was Lap asked him, uh, you know, does your, your speed translate to when you have pads on? Cause it's different. You can run, obviously you can run faster without the pads than you can with the pads. And he said, he said, yeah, for the most part, he, he just, he said, it's, he said, I don't look like I'm running, running that fast, but I'm actually running fast. <laughs> so he's not more of a smooth runner. But that, that but you're right. The, the, just because you have the speed, if you don't have the ability to to get open, I mean, Jerry Rice wasn't wasn't a speedster and he got open. So the biggest thing is getting open. If you can get open and, and you have the speed, that's 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 two that's the best of both worlds right there. Well, uh, you know, uh, uh it's uh, I got a, a nickname I would like to call the uh, the uh, group that we have now. You've got uh, you got Boyd, Chase, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, uh, Higgins. Come out with them. I help me a little bit on them. Uh, H- Higgins, Ch- Bur- Boy, Higgins, Boy, Burrow, Chase, Higgins. Yep, that's five of them, right? Mixon. You talking about your wide receivers too, or yep. running backs? They're the Tiger Mixon? Paws. Tiger, the tiger Paws. Paws. <laughs> there you go. When them and I can, I can I can see them running all kinds of plays off that double reverses uh, in the round. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, halfback passes, and it's just going to be it's going to be sick. It's and there's be fun, no man. way that they can g- double cover everybody. There's no way. Right. right exactly. And, uh, a lot of people don't understand. It's more than just having a good uh, offensive line. You got to be able. The receivers got to be able to get open. And like Chase, do you think defenses are going to be blitzing when he's out there on on the outside? No, no, I don't. That, that's what I was talking to my buddy. Yeah, as I was talking about my buddy about at work. I said, he's like, your offensive line isn't that good. I said, it doesn't have to be great. I said, we're going to beat them within the first five yards, you know. And he get Joe gets that three step drop, his back foot hits it, and that ball is going to be gone. I said, and nobody's going to touch him. I said, because you, because there's nobody that can cover these guys. So that's where I keep saying, they're like, oh, you got to get the offensive line. You got to get the offensive line. Chase is a weapon that helps Joe Burrow not get hurt. You know, you get rid of the ball faster than him and everybody else. They're not going to, the ball's be gone before they can even get to him. Well, Chase makes the offensive line great. Yes. Because uh, they're not going to be able to double team him and, uh, they're not going to be able to stack the line and right. stuff because, you know, they've got Mixon up there. And and, and that uh, running back that he got from Michigan, that's a steal in the draft. 
Yes, Captain I mean, America, Chris Evans. I, I, I'm really happy with him because I, I was wondering this. I talked about this with a lot of different guests if they were going to try to draft somebody to replace uh, Geo, and they did. And the the best thing about him is because this is the problem with a lot of running backs in college. They get a, they don't have as much tread on their tires as, as Dave Lappin would say. You know, they've been used a lot in college. He wasn't. He didn't play a whole lot the last couple of years. So he, he his legs are fresh. He he can catch the ball. You can put him at a wide receiver. He can do the bubble screens. He can do all this stuff. Now, hopefully, Zach will use him that way because they there were times that they didn't use Geo like that as much as I would like them to. But yeah, I, I think he's a steal. I think uh, the kicker's a steal. Hell, I think uh, we call him Big Daddy Bayou, uh, Shelvin um, from uh, LSU. He was a, uh, if he would have came out the year Burrow did, he would have been a, a second round pick. We got him in the fourth. I mean. I, Dude, I, I'm telling you, I, I think we have got the talent. And this, like I said this before, this is the deepest and most talented team that Zach Taylor has had in the three years he's been here. And that's been a lot of the problems with Zach Taylor and the Bengals. These other teams are just more talented. And I don't think that's going to be a problem this year. I think we got the talent. So to me, it falls on Zach and it falls on Lou to produce this year. Well, you know, uh, I went back, like I said, and looked at it. Uh, I'm really impressed with the two defensive ends they got. That guy from, uh, I believe he's from Texas. Yes. I watched a video on him, and, uh, you know, uh, the draft is over. He's working his can off after the draft. Exactly. I mean, he's the real deal. Okay. I like him. He's going to start. I think Sample is another another steal because he's a kid. He's another one. He's outside. Yeah, he can play outside and he can play inside. So uh, that's – Th- th- those things are, are are so valuable. The more the more positions you play, the different things you do, the valuable you are. And then you got uh, Deontay Smith. My gosh, it, it's sick. Thirty five inch arm length. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, think, you know, I, I believe he's, that he's he's gonna he's gonna eventually be able to be our starting right tackle. Yep. Serious. Yep. I, I'm with you. I've been saying that that same thing since they drafted him. Again, I never heard of him. He played at East Carolina, but. The size he has, the ability or the athleticism he has, and like I said, the, the length of the arms. We always talk about arm length. He he's got everything you want. They then and, and he's going to get the best coaching he's ever gotten in his life. Nothing against East Carolina, but it's not Ohio State. It's not LSU. You know, you're not in the greatest facilities. But now he's in the NFL, and he's got Frank Pollock to coach him up. I I think next year, maybe next year, almost for sure, the year after that, he could be our our starting right tackle. And if you get out of this draft, just think of this kid. If you get out of this draft, you get our starting number one wide receiver, our kicker, our uh, edge rusher starter in Osai. If you get Shelvin, who could be a starter eventually, and then um, who we were just talking about, but I already forgot. Potential five Deontay guys. Smith. Deontay Smith. Potential five guys that can be starters for you, in my mind, in the next couple of years out of this draft. If you get five guys that eventually are starters, that's a freaking home run. Well, we uh, there's one other player that's returning that did a good job on uh, the uh, offensive line, and I can't recall his name, but uh, Spain, not Spain. Uh, on the return on he's from Kansas. Oh, oh identity, identity, identity. Yeah, uh, he's gonna. I think he's gonna do good. Yeah, I think he did he's good last year. I think he's a future guard. I really do. I, you know, I, I think. So if Spain or Serphilia, you know, we don't keep them, I think he can pop in at, at guard. So, and that's a draft pick they got last year. So that's right. I'm not worried about this offensive line. I think we got talent. We got guys that are there. And just because they're not number one picks, because again, I don't remember who the guy was that was on Pro Football Focus this morning. He's like, you know, for them just to not draft Panay Sewell and, and all this stuff and, and not take it seriously. To, to fix the offensive line, I'm like, dude, did you see who, how many offensive linemen and how many good offensive linemen they drafted? Just because you're not a first-round pick doesn't mean you're not a good offensive lineman. The 1988 Super Bowl team had one first-round draft pick on that line. His name was Anthony Munoz. The rest of them were all second, third, fifth, sixth, seventh. They're all later rounds. So you don't have to have a number one pick. To, you to, don't, to, and you, to be off the line. You, uh, it's been proven there are many later round uh, draft picks that are all pros. Makes the Pro Bowl, right? Many of them. Well, I mean, if you actually look at the Bengals' offensive line that potentially would be starting, you got Jonah Williams, 
he was a first-round pick. Billy Price, he was a first-round pick. Most likely he's going to be our starting center, I would think. Riley Reef, first-round pick. So they got three. Oh, Serafili, if he starts, that's four first-round picks on our offensive line. So what is everybody complaining about? You know? Well, we uh, my, my concern, too, and I think uh, other bands fans' concern is at the center spot. Uh, yeah. I think it would be prudent for them to try to go out and uh, sign whatever free agents out there uh, at the center spot because, uh, you know, we don't know uh, what's going to happen with Billy Price and our starting center. We don't know when he's uh, going to be coming back. Apparently, well, Trey, he's going to be out for a couple of games. Well, I, I honestly, Trey, from what I've read, Trey is trying to come back week one. He'll be eight, I think – He'll be eight weeks out or eight months out or whatever, eight months out, and it's a nine-month recovery. Um, so the likelihood is he's probably, in my opinion, I think he's going to come back in October. But I, I'll put this out there. Billy Price, I think he, for some reason, I have a feeling that he's going to play good enough for us for a month until Hopkins gets back. I think with the addition of Frank Pollock, because he was ec- ecstatic that they got Frank Pollock back. And Billy Price, this is this is it. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. It's you know he's fighting for his NFL career. He's gonna have that chip on his on his shoulder. I think he might produce good enough until Trey gets back. Well, he was doing good. He was the starting center. He was doing good up to the point of time that he got got an injury, and then when he got an injury, it seems like it went into the doghouse and has not you know come back real strong. And then uh, uh, he got beat out at the center spot. Right, and so uh, he's. Uh, then we got that uh, that other uh, uh, offensive line coach, and he just seems like you know. Ever since then, he's not been able to make his way back. At, yeah, like, like he like, used to be. And like Anthony but, says here in the tr- in the trap and the that in the chat here, he said that's why he drafted a guy out of Georgia. Right, exactly. That's another potential. The kid out well, of Georgia is a center. About him, uh, he's had uh, two uh, serious. I think it's Achilles. A knee injury, a knee not, injury. See, and, not from what I've read, they were not serious. They were just scopes, just cleaning scopes. his knee. Yep, just cleaning his knees up. They were they were just car- cartilage stuff. So I, I, from what I read, they were not serious uh, knee injuries. Well, I would feel more comfortable that they would try to get a veteran center there, just yeah. in case. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm all for. You've watched my show enough. I'm all for stacking talent. So I got I got no problem with the signing another one or. uh uh, sign Trey. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the, the hashtag. Yeah, Trey I, I was just about to mention him. Yeah, or they signed him because he only wants two million bucks. Which I mean, hey, I'll take two million dollars. You know, we throw it around yeah. like that's no big deal. But for NFL football players, it's really not. I would, I would take a shot on him and see if, uh, uh, if he could, he could, you know, at worst case, he's here for depth. He's here for a backup. You know, so because we're going to have injuries, hopefully, and that's the thing with the schedule with me. We got to stay healthy, and I I can't see us back to back years having as many injuries as we had last year. It just normally doesn't happen. You know, you have, you know, every couple of years you have just a injury riddled season, and then you're good for you know a couple of years, just karma or whatever. So I'm thinking the Bengals are well, the Bengals got to be healthy this year to to perform and 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 have a shot at the playoffs. But I just think I think this year is a good chance they will be healthy. I have no idea, just me talking, but that's one of the big keys, too. Yeah. My other concern is that uh, Armadillo's defensive plan, <laughs> I call it the chicken armadillo defense. Yep. That's what costed them the game against Indianapolis. Yes, Sitting it back in a prevent zone, I can't stand that. And yeah. when he's doing it, you can see our corners are playing back five, five, five feet off the line. Mm-hmm. Our yep. safeties are playing so deep that if they ran the ball, they can't get up the line. <laughs> <laughs> as fast as they should to help and run run support. Can't do that. Uh-huh. And I guess that he plays that because he feels like he don't want to give up a big play. But what's the difference? <laughs> you right. know, you're in a prevent defense and they're t- picking you apart. Yeah, you know, well, hopefully, I, hopefully, I'm hoping it'll be different this year because because I'm hoping. I, I mean, I'm with on everything you say there. I, that's my biggest concern is Armadillo. Um, but I'm hoping with the guys that they they've drafted and signed, and they got they got Hilton coming off the edge too. So all all these guys can can get pressure on the quarterback. I'm hoping he's got some some uh, some good uh, blitz schemes uh, for these guys to to get to the quarterback 
and get to the quarterback, it's going to make everything a lot easier on that secondary. You got they got to get up to the line. They got to play, get their corners up and play bump and run coverage. Because you know, uh, if they can slow down the opposing team's receivers a split second by just giving them a bump, right? Just a split second, getting them out of their route. Mm-hmm. That's going to help the defensive lineman to be able to get more pressure on the quarter and get to the quarterback. But exactly. what they've been doing is playing back five yards off the line, and it's like they're going to get, go ahead and give them five yards. And Ben Roethlisberger is one of the best at, at just throwing the, rece- the ball real quick to receiver, catches it, and they got five yards. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't believe in giving up not an inch of ground. Right, I'm with I you I want on to that. see an aggressive defense exactly. getting after it. Knocking, gotcha. knocking them out, knocking them out. I mean, those receivers will respect that when they go to that line, and you got a corner up there is getting ready to lay the wood to it. With that five yards, they're not going to be so uh, willingly to go flying down the field and stuff. And 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 then then when that goes on, we have all these great uh, defensive linemen, and you know, uh, I just feel that if they would do this, it would be a lot better. Hopefully, uh, Armadale hears us. Please. Oh, I'm sure he, wa- I'm sure he watches me all. Bump sure and run coverage. <laughs> Bump and run. There you go. All right, Ken, on that note, I'm going to let you go because I know uh, Thomas was trying to jump on here and he sat and waited for all a right. while. So, I'm going I'm to jump Thank you. So, you so Thomas, you're, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Take it easy. All right. So, Thomas, if you're uh, if you're watching, though, you can jump back on. I was. Um, but let's get to Anthony's uh, statement here. Sad part is. They say Cleveland is set to make a Super Bowl run. I say, nope. We are in a better position than Cleveland because of Baker. He didn't play good. The Brownies are the are the bottom for good. Yeah, and that, that's where I, I'm with you. I, and that's, I keep saying that, that we have – we have 90% of the games that we're playing in this in this schedule, we got the better quarterback. If you if the Bengals' defense is good enough to make Baker meet them, beat them, or Lamar beat them, it's it's gonna it's it, it's gonna be in the Bengals' favor. All right, Thomas, you got two different links here. Let's is this, this is the one. <laughs> you jump. You you're on twice. <laughs> What's going on, man? Nope, Thomas. Nope, not that one. Thomas, are you there? Nope, no Thomas there. All right. So anyway, yes. Um, so, Anthony, to, to, to get back to your, what your point was, yes. That's where I, the, I'm i more concerned about Armadillo than Zach. If we can get pressure on quarterback and we can get – and we got to – the thing is, for those – it's not only pressure on quarterback, for the Browns and the and the Rappers, we got to stop the run. And that's why I'm so excited about Big Daddy Bayou. I'm so excited about – uh, Open Jovi and and Mike Daniels and, and hopefully get a full season of DJ Re- DJ Reader. We could actually stop the run because that's how those teams beat us. Lamar Jackson. There's one game. I think it's first game of the year last year that we played him. He, we actually kept him in in the pocket. They just the running backs killed us. That's how they beat us. So, and the, and the Browns. It was a running game again. Baker really did. I mean, yeah, he made a play here and there, but it wasn't like he killed us. So as trying. Thomas, what's going on? Are you there? I got Yeah, I got to say something before my internet times out again. I got to say something quick. It's what's been up, off buddy? and on. My bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, right. Let me get my camera on so you can see me. There you go. Uh, so you tell you. So we mind if I talk about the draft real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Talk about whatever you want. Go for it. Um, I okay. Obviously, Demar Chase. There's not much to be said there. He's going to be awesome, right? Yes. We. Was it the second round we traded back? Yeah, round. Yes, we traded back in the second round. Yes, that's when we picked up Car- and, uh, Jackson uh, Carmen. I've seen a couple people saying that uh, that he's going to be garbage. We could we should have took uh, uh, the the other lineman. You know, who I'm, I think you know who I'm talking about. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, out of um, Oklahoma, or, um, Telvin Jenkins. There you go. That's the one you're talking about, Telvin Jenkins. There. Thomas. I'm there. Hello. I told you it's gorgeous. You can hear me? Not really. <laughs> you're just no. you're frozen. Oh. 
Uh, okay, I'm just gonna get off here. My bad. <laughs> you're all right. Well, you're good now. I can see you now. You try. You okay. try it now, man. Okay. Good. Okay. Tell tell the Jenkins. Okay. Just. Yeah. Okay. I have I have a question for you. If you were in that position, would you have took? Would you trade it back, or would you? Uh... Me personally, yeah. I I wanted them, them to draft Tovin Jenkins, but the way it worked out and the guys they they picked up in the fourth round, I'm ecstatic with it. That's why I'm I'm not a I don't work for the Bengals. I'm just a fan. <laughs> I mean, I think Carmen Jackson is, and that, that's the thing I kept saying. It, 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 they were looking for a guard, you know. And this when they signed out of the reef, to me, they took Penesul out of the equation. They're not looking for a tackle. They're looking for a guard. So, and it worked out even better because Malik Wright was on my show draft night, or the second night of the draft, and he wasn't very happy because he thought they were going to take Carmen Jackson with the 38th pick. I asked him, I said, well, what if they trade back? Will you be okay with it? He said, yes. Well, we'll do. They trade back. And that's why I said it on the show. I said, I think they're going to trade back. And and I even commented, I think, on your show, and I said, you'd be Carmen Jackson because I didn't do that. Malik yeah, Wright did. Well, I appreciate yeah, but, yeah, but I stole it from Malik Wright. He's the one who told me what <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't me. Um, but they drafted yeah. him. And then the, the, the guys they got in the fourth round, uh, potential two of them are, are potential starters. I mean, so I'm ecstatic with what they did. But, yes, at the time, I'm like, okay, I'm hoping, you know, he's going to drop. But he didn't drop. They got Carmen Jackson. And I'm like, all right, well, let's let's see what happens in the fourth round. And when they got the fourth round, they got those guys. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm I'm very, very happy with it. Yeah, I think you're frozen again, Thomas. Try to jump back on when you get a chance. All right, Anthony, the Ravens are the only team that worries me with their massive offensive line, Dobbins, Steamroll, and everyone. Yeah, I think it's going to be – and I, I, I honestly – I hate to rap urge, but I have us losing both games to them. I mean, we haven't – it's funny. We went from beating them, I think – Six in a row or whatever. We've got four row, one row when when Andy was here and Marvin Lewis is here. To we've lost the last I think six times to him because of Lamar Jackson. He has destroyed them. That's where I, I say the the defense that we added up the middle has potential to be a game changer for the Bengals because if we can stop the run, we stop the run for the Browns. We stop the run with the Ravens. We got a shot to win it. So I, it's it just depends on how it works, you know. It's it's a big year for Armadillo. It's a huge year, you know. And Ken says Captain or Jackson Carmen is a freaking bulldozer. I agree. I agree with him. And <clears throat> I think we can beat them if we stack the line. We'll see. I mean, that's that's the thing. All right, Thomas is back. What's up, TC? You can't Are see you me, can you? I can see you. Yep, I can see you. You got your red hat on and a Bengals jersey and everything. I see you. Can you? Okay, okay. I can see you. Um, I can hear you. Go ahead, talk. Say something. Ah, crud. Let me talk before Jeremy's internet takes over again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. I was the draft. I'm trying to focus on the internet too. Okay. I was. I think I was in the third, the second round. Uh, I do like the was the sixth or. The fifth round with the kicker. I think that kicker is going to be lights out. Yeah, I mean and that's that, and they were able to do that because of all the picks they got in the fourth round. If they didn't get those small right. picks in the fourth round, they're not a kicker. So again, the trade was great. It's worked out in multiple ways for the Bengals. Like I said we got we added at least I think in my mind at least three three starters for sure, possibly four because Osaka could be a starter. If you got four starters out of this draft. <laughs> That's a good draft. That's a that's a really good draft. I hate to be the negative guy, but I'm so worried that I don't want Brandon Allen to start week one. I hate to be that guy that he's not going you to. Can't. You say that, but you don't know that for sure. I'm pretty pretty sure he's not going to. I mean, I mean, he's our Joe's already running. He's already throwing the ball. I mean, you still it's May. I mean, Carson Palmer. Like I said, I keep saying this. 15 years ago. He got hurt in the playoff game in January, and he made it back for game one. Joe got hurt but, in November before Thanksgiving. I think he'll be back. That's that's what I keep telling Jeremy. So I'm just be positive. That, oh, he likes be back. Sorry, it keeps breaking me up, and I couldn't hear you. I said, "Be positive, Joe. Will be back." 
I just but even even if he's healthy, you know, he he's that kind of quarterback that likes to run and then step and use that knee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think he's going to be running, you know, right off the bat. I mean, the first couple of games, no, he's probably not going to be running. But, I mean, they don't need him to run, you know. If he's got time to throw the ball, he's going to pick him apart. So who cares if he runs, you know. That's not that's not going to be an issue this year, I don't think. I don't think he's going to get hit as much. What? Wasn't it Wasn't it Michael Jordan, the left guard, who caused that problem anyway? He shouldn't be starting anymore, right? Michael Jordan will not be, be starting there. anymore. Car- yes, Carmen will be there, and I think Spain will be – Spain or Sir Feely will be on the other side. But I think it's going to be uh, – my choice should be Spain. Price, to me, is a bust, complete bust. Oh, he's a complete I'm, bust. I'm already yes. ready to give up on him. Well, that's the thing. You can't, you can't give up on him yet because he is a talented guy. He's had good games, and they don't need him to be the starting center. They just need him to be an average or an okay center until Trey gets back. And, uh, and the thing is, he might not even be there. The kid from, from Georgia, he might start. So, I, I like I said, I, I think they're going to be all right. No, I, I, my minor is so bad, it sounded like you were talking gibberish. I got to get off here. My bad. All right, man. Take you. it easy. All right. Let's see here. Marvin, what's up, Iceman? Listening to you at work. Love the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Have fun at work. Don't, uh, don't get too distracted by me. <laughs> Ken. He said, I'll get back to Cincinnati to see the Bengals play. I come with a painted face. Yeah, you said this on Twitter last day. Painted face like Peter Chris, uh, Peter Christ of Kiss. Now, the thing is, Ken, I know who Kiss is. You know who Kiss is. Maybe some of these young guys on my show here don't know who that is. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys you go check it out on my timeline on Twitter. It's uh, actually Captain Obvious uh, posted a picture of, of uh, what – he looks like, but yeah. And if you come, uh, if you come on down or come up to the game, come down to Bengal Gyms before the Roar tailgate because that's where I will be tailgating at before the games. Now, speaking of my boy Jim, and I got to bring it up the jungle to the hall. And I'm trying, I know I put brought this up every day this week, but it's very important to me and as a Bengal fan and as. Just a travesty to me that Ken Riley and Ken Anderson have not made it to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I keep banging the drum for, for Ken Riley. The man passed away. This is what irritates me. When this, when this happens, he will not be here to enjoy it, but his children will and we will. We cannot let that happen to any other Bengals. Ken Riley, again, is fifth all-time, fifth all-time interceptions. Still, and he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't, I don't, don't get that. I mean, look, everybody above him, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Three guys below him, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Charles Woodson, Ed Reed, might not even been born yet when he, when he, when Ken Rowley retired, and they're in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Ken Rowley's not. It is absolutely ridiculous. Ken Anderson, NFL MVP, led us to the Super Bowl. Beat Dan Fouts in the Freezer Bowl. Dan Fouts never went to the Super Bowl. Never, I don't think he ever won an NFL MVP. Not, I might be wrong on that. But he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Why in the hell is Ken Anderson not? It's ridiculous. So, do me a favor. The link to register is on Bengal Jim's Twitter. It's on my Twitter. It's on our Facebook. It's on his Facebook. Check it out. Make sure you guys register. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to go up there. It's going to be a celebration of Ken Rowley and Ken Anderson and us getting our voices heard of how they should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And when we get them in, then we're getting Willie Anderson in. That's the next one. We get the two Kens in. Then we're getting Willie in. All right. That's the way this is going to roll. So we need all of your help to be there. Uh, Jim's got hotels lined up. He's got, there's a, a brew house and a restaurant there. We're going to go hang out. You can go there and we're going to tour the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's going to be a fun, fun day and a fun day to be a Bengal fan. Lots of media is going to be there. We need the Bengals fans to show up. 
So if you haven't registered yet, go register, check it out. Today, let's get them in the Hall of Fame. All right, I'm done off the soapbox. But, yes, you have to uh, support that. We need to get the narrative that this organization is not a good organization and we've never had good players. That's boobly. We've had good players, and there's two of them right there that should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom. Uh, see, I wonder now that we have Chase and Mixon is healthy, plus our two additions to our O-line, if we should ease Joe back into the QB. I feel like we can win with the team. Let's get Joe 100%. Well, that is you're expecting Joe not to be 100% at the beginning of the season. No matter where Joe comes back, I I understand what you're saying to to ease him in. No matter where he comes back, he's got to get that first hit out of the way. He's got to. We all want Joe to get hit. He's going to get hit. (laughs) You know, this would be a lot less of him. But ease them in, and this is what I think they might do. You have, like you said, they had offensive line, and you have Joe Mixon. If we can establish the run, that will open up so much more for the Bengals' offense. So I agree with you, and I, I'm not even necessarily saying ease him in. I want that in general, just because how nice would it be to see Joe Mixon run behind a pretty good offensive line? For him not to make his first cut in the backfield, to actually make it maybe past the line of scrimmage where there's actually holes for him to run through. How awesome would that be? So, and like I said, he's got Frank Pollock back. Frank Pollock is the run game coordinator. I think that's another key issue to our offense and our offensive line. So, I wouldn't necessarily call it easing him in, but I think that could be a very good plan for the Bengals to do. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, you guys, Crip and Ken are talking about gas. <laughs> I'll let you guys talk about uh, talk about gas and and I, I mean, you know, the natural gas, you know, for your vehicle. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, you're gonna stay. You say the Regis, high Regency downtown. I got you. All right, so you guys, again. Uh, I'm gonna be on here for for a little till about. F- um, actually, it's already six thirty, isn't it? Wow, it's late. I didn't realize it was that late already. I guess I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Sitting there talking to you guys and having so much fun, I didn't realize how late it was. But um, that brings me to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I invite all of you guys to join these groups. They're fun, interactive sports groups. They are number one is Hootay Nation. A great Cincinnati Bengals group. You got Queen Jen in there, and she is awesome. If you guys ever join that group, and actually her posts make it to other Bengals groups because she's always on there, always making great uh, posts, positive posts. It's a, a joy to be in there with her. So check out uh, Who Day Nation. Check out Cincinnati Reds, riding third, heading for home, and our great Cincinnati Reds group. Uh, you got the Bear, I got Bearcat Country, an awesome Bearcat group. We got lots of things going on. I'm trying to get Chad Brendel on, hopefully sometime next week. I'll uh, let you guys know if that happens. But join Bearcat Country. I got the Ohio State Bucknuts group for our Ohio State fans. The Ice Bar, which is just a show page uh, that I put silly TikToks and memes and different stuff like that on there. It's a virtual bar. Grab a beer, build up to bar, and let's have some sports conversations. And you can follow me on all my social media platforms. All under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much wherever you want to follow me at. Uh, Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. Uh, Instagram, Jeff Tr- Sports Strawberry Ice. I'm doing this all by memory because I wrote a whole bunch of stuff down for the show and I actually didn't get to any of it. I got to talk to you guys. Um, I'm also on TikTok. It's under the Iceman90. So I ask you guys to follow me on all of those. I like. Twitter, I'm only at like 530-something Twitter followers. I'd love to get to like 1,000. You know, I'm over, over 1,000 on Facebook. So if you follow me on Facebook and on any of the other ones, follow me. I would greatly appreciate it. 
I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. I'm putting it on the podcast. I'm on Bean Pod, uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. If you guys don't want to listen to or watch this for an hour, you can listen to it. Uh, make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a star review and subscribe. Download it. I would greatly appreciate it. And other than that, actually, somebody just jumped on. I'm about to leave. <laughs> All right. Let me see who this is, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, oh, you have, it says you have, Andrew, you have to connect your mic before you can be added to the stream. So, anyway, just jump on next time. I'll be doing it again here in a couple of weeks. Other than that, as my boy Jeremy D would say, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. See ya!